This show was first broadcast on Free FM 89.0, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access radio station. For more information on our station and our wide range of programs, visit freefm.org.nz. And I believe with all of my heart that it is a contributing factor to our juvenile delinquency of today. I 100% believe it. Why I believe that is because I know how it feels when you sing it. I know the, the, the lost position that you get into in the beat. I'm Oliver Gray, and this is A Sonic Youth. Join me as I explore the greatest indie rock with classic tracks, new releases, and my own Desert Island selection. Welcome to episode 56 of A Sonic Youth. This week we're going to be checking out new releases from Krungbin and Dry Cleaning. But first we're going to be looking at some of the early work from Southern Rock and Americana legends Drive-By Truckers. Let's hear a track. This is a lament about the effects of alcohol abuse. It's Why Henry Drinks.
I'm Oliver Gray, this is a Sonic Youth, and that was Drive-By Truckers with Why Henry Drinks. That song, like the remaining Drive-By Truckers tracks in this episode, are from the band's 1998 debut Gangstability. So let's take a look at the origins of the group. The band's consistent leaders during their 26-year reign as the kings of modern southern rock are Patterson Hood and Mike Cooley. The two met in 1985 at the University of Alabama, and played in a number of bands together, most notably Adam's Housecat, a band in which some Drive-By Truckers songs were first played in. They couldn't catch a break, however, and the two briefly drifted apart. The Drive-By Truckers, or by their more preferred name, the DBTs, were formed in 1996, when Hood convened a group of friends to some beer and pizza-fueled recording sessions, managing to lure Cooley back into the fold too. Over the next few years, the group had a rotating cast, and just about made do by gigging frequently. In 1998, the band released their debut record, Gangstability. On the band's website, Hood calls this the band's worst album. I think it's probably only their second or third worst album. There's some beautiful songs, and some angry songs, and a more country theme than later records. Hood takes one big positive away from this record though. The track, The Living Bubba, which he calls the greatest song he's ever written. The song's about Hood's friend, musician Gregory Dean Smalley, who died from AIDS in the 90s. The song details Smalley's fierce fight to continue doing what he loved despite his sickness, which led him to apparently playing over 100 shows in the year before he died. This is the greatest song ever written about the beautiful thing that is rock and roll music. It's Drive-By Truckers with The Living Bubba.
You're listening to a Sonic Youth, and that was the Living Bubba from Drive-By Truckers. After their 98 debut, Pizza Deliverance was released the following year. This is probably the least impressive record from the band, but it still has its highlights. There's Bulldozers and Dirt and The Company I Keep, two tracks that fit in with other notable heavy rock tracks on later records. Another standout for me is Mrs. DuBose, which is a nasty, grimy, lo-fi acoustic country track written and sung by Rob Malone. This track, which like the rest of the album, was recorded in Hood's living room, and is so lo-fi that you can hear Hood's dogs fighting in the background. These two records didn't achieve much success. It was their ambitious double album, the masterpiece had his 2001 Southern Rock Opera, that allowed them to become a successful group and go on to record 11 more studio albums. Our final drive by truckers this week is one of the most notable from this early time. First written and performed as a very controversial act with the locals, during the times of Adam's housecat. Buttholeville is a song exploring disillusionment with the Southern American norms. This is Drive-By Truckers with Buttholeville.
That was Drive-By Truckers with Buttholeville here on A Sonic Youth. Next we have the latest from Krungbin and Vuxvakatore, the second single from the upcoming album Ali. This record pays tribute to legendary African guitarist Ali Fakatore, son of Vux. By the time you're listening to this episode, the record will likely be just days away from release. The new track is Tongo Bara, and it's definitely my favourite of the two so far. It's more focused on the sound of the man they're paying tribute to, less so the slower and largely instrumental sound of Krungbin.
This is a Sonic Youth, and that was Krungbin and Vux Vakature with Tongo Bara. Our final song this week is a new release from English indie group and potential winners of the most indie sounding band name, Dry Cleaning. This song first came out in June, but it was continuously brought to my attention by appearing on the next two single releases from the group. These singles are leading up to their second record, Stump Work, due out in late October. The band sort of combines something like idols, in terms of their lyrics, and somewhat in the way they're delivered, and the guitar noise and deadpan vocal delivery of a band like Sonic Youth. This new song is called Don't Press Me, and it's a really fun track, mostly about a gaming mouse. This is Dry Cleaning with Don't Press Me. Don't Press Me, a new track from Dry Cleaning. And that's all we have time for this week. Next week we're looking at legendary 90s indie group The Breeders, and new music from Kiwi indie pop group The Beth. Thanks for listening to A Sonic Youth. For more episodes visit freefm.org.nz or search A Sonic Youth on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio and on the accessmedia.nz app. Also follow me on Instagram and Facebook at A Sonic Youth Podcast. More episodes of this free FM podcast, use the accessmedia.nz app, available now for iOS and Android devices. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.